If you use Windows 8, you know that the charms bar pops out every time you move your cursor to the top right corner of the screen. If you don't want that to happen, I'm going to show you today how to disable it. And in today's Get to Know Scott segment, going to get kind of personal. About three years ago, I lost 80 pounds, and I'll tell you how I did that. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey, thanks for joining me again today. This is Scott Johnson, and you're listening to The Computer Tutor Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the cool stuff you can do with your computer. And if you want to hear lots of technical computer language, well, this is probably not the podcast you're looking for. Actually, for that kind of discussion, you might want to go check out a podcast called Security Now with Leo Laporte and Steve Gibson. Now, those guys get into some technical stuff. That's a podcast that I listen to so you don't have to. I do computer repair right here from my home office in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, and I've been doing this kind of work since 1999. Now, sometimes I work on a computer here in my office. Sometimes I go on-site with a client. But I do a lot of work through remote access. So if you have a problem with your computer, no matter where you're located, there's a pretty good chance I can help you. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 092. So let's get started. Back when Windows 8 first came out, I really didn't like it. You know, Microsoft had to go and mess with Windows and change everything around, and it just wasn't easy to use. Well, that was about 18 months ago. Today, here's how I feel. I still don't like it. I do have a Windows 8 computer just because I need to know how to use it for my clients that have it. But I still prefer Windows 7, and I still encourage everyone to stay with Windows 7 for as long as you can. But regardless of how I feel, I know there are people that read my blog and people that listen to my podcast that already do have Windows 8. So occasionally, I'll have a tip on here, right here on my podcast, that applies to Windows 8. I don't want anyone to feel left out. So if you use Windows 7 or Vista or XP, you can fast forward the podcast to the part where I talk about how fat I used to be. All right, you Windows 8 users, this one's for you. I'm sure you already know about the charms bar, that wonderful little thing that pops out from the right side of your screen whenever you put your cursor up in the top right corner. Well, personally, on my Windows 8 computer, I don't use the charms bar. I have a little program called Classic Shell, which I installed. It's free. And that enables me to use the good old start button, like a civilized computer user, just like old times. The start button lets me navigate where I want to go and restart and shut down and whatever I need to do. But the charms bar will keep popping out anyway every time you move your cursor up to the top right corner unless you disable it. So I got an email this week from John, and that's what he wanted to do. John wrote this, Hi Scott, is there a way to eliminate the charms bar in Windows 8.1 when you point the mouse to the corner of the screen? 
I still want it to work when I press Win plus C on the keyboard. I'm not afraid to change values in the registry. Thanks, John. Well, John, you don't have to change any registry values. Thankfully, one of the things Microsoft thought of in Windows 8 was to build in a process for turning off that automated appearance of the charms bar. Here's how you do it. Move your cursor to the taskbar down at the bottom of the screen and right-click in a blank area and choose Properties. A new window is going to open up and you want to choose the tab that says Navigation. Then find the option that says when I point to the upper right corner, show the charms, and uncheck that option. Then just click OK, and you're done. Of course, if you're like me, you will immediately test it by moving your cursor up to the corner and just see if the charms bar appears. I'll bet you don't see it, though. And as you might have noticed in John's email to me, there is another way for you to make it appear using a keyboard shortcut if you should need it for some reason. Just hold down the Windows key and tap the letter C for charms, and there it is again. And incidentally, Microsoft is hard at work on the next version of Windows, which they're currently calling Windows 9. Latest rumor is that it's still almost a year away, uh, with a preview release that could be coming out in February of 2015. Will it still have the charms bar? Will it have a genuine start button? Who knows? It will be interesting to see what they come out with, but I can tell you I won't be making any sudden moves away from Windows 7. Okay, now it's time for the get-to-know-Scott part of the show. I'm going to tell you how I lost a good chunk of weight, and I've actually kept it off, for the most part, for going on about four years now. Four years ago, I was quite a bit overweight. Now, this was due to a few different factors. And it's not something that just happened to me overnight, like I went to bed skinny and woke up fat. It happened over time, but believe me, it can happen faster than you think. In my line of work, as you can imagine, I spend a lot of time sitting in front of a computer, whether it's my computer or one that I'm working on for a client. Now, back then, I was also eating pretty much anything I wanted. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, I wasn't exercising because I hadn't been able to run for quite a long time because of knee pain. So at my peak weight, I was up to 258 pounds. There it is. No point in avoiding mentioning the actual number. That's what I weighed. It was ridiculous, really. And of course, I I wasn't really happy with it. But having already tried a bunch of diets where I lost weight and gained it back, I really wasn't sure what to do. Well, one evening around that time, I was browsing in a Barnes & Noble bookstore right here in Clearwater, and I noticed a book. Well, the front cover of the book was a picture of a man holding up a pair of pants, and the big words that kind of jumped out at me were the title of the book. It was called Fat to Skinny, Fast and Easy. Well, of course, I was skeptical. As you probably know, the the weight loss industry probably has more scams and schemes than any other industry in the world. Take a pill and the fat will melt off overnight. But I picked up the book, and I went and found one of those big, comfortable chairs that Barnes & Noble has. At least they used to have them. I don't think they have them anymore. So I sat and started reading through this book. And it's like my eyes were sort of open to the science behind weight loss. Just like I try to explain computer stuff here on the podcast in a really simple way so that anyone can understand, this book broke down very clearly how and why the body loses weight. And it made sense to me. So I bought the book, and a few days later, I started this different eating plan. 
Now, the author of the book is Doug Verrier. He himself used this eating plan to, to lose 100 pounds, and he's kept it off. And one of the things he emphasizes in the book is how really bad sugar is. Of course, I already knew that there's really no health benefits to eating sugar. We just eat it because it tastes good. But there's a ton of sugar in a lot of things that you might not even be aware of. Did you know that one cup of Raisin Bran is the same as eating 10 teaspoons of sugar? And I don't know about you, but when I have a bowl of cereal, it's definitely more than just a cup. And here here are a couple more examples. Of course, we know that candy is loaded with sugar. A, A Milky Way bar is the equivalent of 10 teaspoons of sugar. One cup of rice is the same as 11 teaspoons of sugar, and it doesn't matter if it's white rice or brown rice. And one cup of grapes is seven teaspoons of sugar. Now, there's a lot more to the book than just cut back on sugar. You'll need to get the book to check it out for yourself. But I started eating the way Doug recommended, and the pounds started coming off. And I wasn't even exercising. What I did was I told myself that when I got to the point where I'd lost 20 pounds, I would start walking regularly. And I did. And it was around the same time that I discovered I could sort of start on a program of running again, as I talked about in last week's podcast. Of course, I started very slowly because I was still way overweight and out of shape. But I stuck with it because it's a pretty easy thing to do. And the book includes tons of recipes that all fall into the same type of eating plan. And actually, Doug even has a whole separate book with nothing but recipes. He's actually a very accomplished chef himself. Well, my goal was to get from 258 down to 178, which meant losing 80 pounds. And I hit that goal on exactly the one-year mark, right to the day. It was so cool to achieve that. Now, right now, I'm about 15 pounds over that. I'm back on it pretty strict now because I want to get back in the low 170s by the time I run my first ultra marathon this November, later this year. And you want to know what else is cool? When I was... About 50 pounds down, Doug contacted me because he was in the process of writing the second edition of the book, and he was looking for some success stories with before and after pictures. So if you buy the book, you'll see me in there with some other people before I lost the weight and as I was in the process of losing it. But even at that point, the difference was very obvious. You can get the book on Amazon, or you can order it straight from the website, which is fattoskinny.com. That's F-A-T-T-O skinny.com. It's actually available as a download, but I found it more effective to get the hardcover book. I don't know why, because I do read ebooks and Kindle books. I just like having the hardcover. Maybe because it makes it easier. I've loaned it out uh, to some people sometimes. As I said before, I don't make any money from this recommendation, but I can definitely say that if you want to lose weight and keep it off, this is what worked for me, so go check it out. Oh, and one more thing before I sign off. I got a response to last week's podcast about how to get the volume control back. Dave emailed me this message. Thanks, Scott. I lost my volume the day before your podcast came out. I looked around a little bit but didn't have time to figure it out at the time. Next morning, I got up and I was going to do some troubleshooting and I noticed your podcast. The answer was right before my eyes, and the answer worked. Thanks, Scott. Regards, Dave. Well, thank you, Dave. I'm glad it worked for you. And if you would like to get in touch with me, you know I would love to hear from you. Call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. So that's it for this time. 
As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.